Hey guys, welcome to the We Are Men podcast. I am your host, Carl Mason. And in this podcast, we sit down and talk with local heroes about life, mental health, and strategies for coping with the day-to-day issues that we all face as men. Our aim with this podcast is to create a space where men can open up and discuss their mental health without the fear of shame or exclusion. I know it can be hard to ask for help as a man, but no man needs to struggle alone. We hope to encourage all men to talk about what they're going through and seek help when they need it. A quick note, this podcast may feature some adult language and suicide may be discussed, which could be triggering for some listeners. These podcasts have been made possible by funding from Country SAPHN. Welcome to the We Are Men podcast, uh, Country South Australia. Today, we are here with Thomas Redette from Naranjeri country in South Australia. Uh, and we're going to be talking about a little bit about his story and a little bit about uh, male mental health. Now, the first thing I wanted to say, Thomas, was just a huge thank you for agreeing to be involved, sitting down and having a chat with us. Uh, we're all for just opening the conversation because we know how much impact it can have. Uh, everyone uh, from the We Are Men team have had their own journey and personal experiences with mental illness. Um, and we know how important it is to be open about that and to kind of share our stories to encourage other people to share theirs as well, because it is you know, so helpful to do that. So I really appreciate you taking the time to sit with us. Yeah, for sure. No, thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So Thomas, in your mind, where, it's a bit of a big question to start off with, but where <laughs> yeah, did your sure. mental health journey begin for you? I guess, um, you know, like, like, like many, um, like many people, um, you know, you go through high school and, um, you know, you kind of think you've kind of been through depression or, <laughs> um, those sorts of things. And then, then you get dealt with the kind of, you know, um, a bit of a hectic life situation that, um, you know, uh, hits you, um, unexpectedly, I guess. Um, and I guess from that point, that was really where, my kind of mental health journey started was where I really had to become aware of my mental health and, um, you know, do something about it. And so that kind of happened um, when I lost my best friend, unfortunately, um, who passed by suicide. Um, And yeah, I guess the kind of dealing with the fallout from, from that. Yeah, definitely. That's, um, I was actually talking about this. There's that stat where, someone, I think it's someone's four times as likely to consider suicide if they know someone close to them who, who has died by suicide. And it's just, you know, it's a very, very heavy stat and understanding why that is so important. Yeah. Um, in your journey with mental health, did you, have you found uh, that there is still a lot of stigma around it? Yeah, I think so. Um... You know, I, I graduated high school in 2010, just to give the audience a bit of a, um, a bit of a timestamp. Um, and this all kind of happened just after high school. Um, and, you know, in, in my time in high school, there was no kind of talk about mental health, really, um, other than, you know, how are you, you good? Or, you know, that never really got deeper than that. Um, and so, you know, when everything happened, I kind of, like, like anyone, probably you don't know what to do um, at the start of things. And, um, and I think, you know, it, it becomes very obvious that there's a stigma when you go through something yourself. 
and um you know not everybody else has been through it um and which is a good thing i'm glad that there are people out there that haven't been through it um but i think you know um because people haven't been through those things or you know discussed those sorts of matters for so many years there's a lot of problematic kind of discussion that comes out of it and you know when you lose somebody and you know you're just told to kind of get over it and um man up and all those obvious things that we've heard for yeah. um quite a while now but i think you know that that kind of um that space has shifted a lot in the last five to ten years Definitely. um you know very obviously and i'm sure you guys are aware of it too and i think that's a great thing um but yeah i guess that you know that stigma is kind of out there but then when you go through something and you're really kind of um you know uh figure a speech on the bones of your ass and, and then you know um people kind of come at you with these sorts of statements it's really not helpful um and it makes you kind of realize that there are kind of yeah lots of problems out there that still need to be addressed yeah and this is something we've been talking about a bit it's how mental health is hard enough we don't need that extra layer uh, of judgment on top like you're already trying to deal with something it doesn't make it any easier yeah we, um yeah. when uh sorry i just lost my train of thought no you're all good <laughs> uh at what time did what kind of what time were you at your worst with your mental health was um is there like a, a period of time or what kind of you know got you to the point where you thought i need to get some help yeah i guess um yeah look i think losing somebody that way um who's so close to you puts you through uh, um a lot of different kind of situations mentally um and you know i think it's a complicated breathing process and um you know i think it was at that kind of stage you know that kind of first kind of um year and you know um but you know it still fluctuates you know some some years are easier than others and some you know kind of go back into you know those kind of head spaces and but i think um you know i've i realized that um you know when you're kind of sad for um you know a period of time and that period of time and darkness kind of extends for a, a very long time <laughs> that that's when um you know i was kind of like shit I, I need to do something about this otherwise i'm stuck here or you know it's not gonna you know it's not gonna get any better unless you know i kind of do something about it yeah. um and you know like luckily i had people around me still who um you know incredible friends that is um you know i've got around me and family that you know were were great at checking in and those sorts of things but um you know i i realized that i had a problem when i just kind of shut everything out um and because i think vicariously i was kind of taught not to kind of talk about things mm -hmm. um and talk about my feelings and so anytime i had these feelings i just pushed them back um even though i'm a creative person i'm an artist and a muse you you express yourself all the time but it's still you get these thoughts and yeah you always um push them back and so i think i realized i was kind of bottling up so much kind of stuff and just yeah. feeling not great um yeah and it was a very dark period in, in my life and um you know a lot of things happened that you know um i look back on it i've learned from and those sorts of things so um but it is it is hard to get to decide to move out of that kind of 
period. Yeah. Um, because it's not that simple either. I say it like, not that easy, you know, it? <laughs> like, like you can just do it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and people were saying that to me when I was dealing with things and it's not that simple. Um, and you can't even explain it. I think, um, you know, there were times where I did try to do things and then, you know, I would just relapse and, you know, fall back into the same place, but just keeping on going and keeping on trying and not giving up. I think that kind of persistence kind of helped me because I just kept going, no, I can't accept that this is where I'm going to be staying for the rest of my life. I need to, you know, keep going and whatever. And I think something just clicks and, you know, um, when you realize that you're worth like happiness and you're deserving of happiness, I think that sort of stuff is, is powerful. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's like an incredibly strong thing to do. You're battling against something and you want to find, you want to get to the other side. It's not easy and you're not giving up, you're pushing and pushing, which is why yeah. it's like crazy to me that, you know, that stigma about, you know, discussing your feelings or talking about emotions you know is soft or weak because it's is one of the hardest things that you can do and i honestly yeah. believe that only you know only the strongest people can do it yeah uh, and especially you know like you said it, it doesn't just fix straight away you've got to keep pushing so yeah yeah you that you you know were able to do that for me yeah. i think it was <laughs> for me i think it was um when i i got to the point when i thought like I've been putting everything, bottling everything up as well. Same thing. And uh, I got to the point where I went, okay, I don't have the skills to get myself out of this. Everything I've tried, you know, yeah. is it's not what hasn't worked. It's made me worse. And I don't know what else to do. And that kind of was my like point to, mm. to reach out for help. Um, for yeah. someone out there who hopefully, you know, isn't at that stage yet, or, or maybe at that stage, could you kind of just explain what that felt like to be like at that point for you? Yeah, I think, look, I think one of the big factors for me is, um, you know, I got to a point where, you know, I, I use my arts practice as a kind of form of therapy, I guess. And, you know, I create work that sometimes is quite dark, but it, it's about kind of taking those thoughts and kind of letting them go. And by turning them into a physical form, there's kind of, um, you know, this therapeutic thing of literally putting it onto something and letting it go, then it's out of your head and into the ether. Right. Um, but I, I remember for a period there and I do exhibitions every year and, and I, I knew something was wrong because I'd finish a painting and not feel anything. And normally I'd feel, you know, oh man, that's incredible. You know, I'm feeling great about painting and it was just kind of numbness. Um, and, you know, that really scared me um, because I was doing the only things that I really loved doing and I couldn't feel the joy from it. Yeah. Um, and it was those kinds of things where I was like, yeah, like it's, yeah, shit needs to be sorted. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And, you know, like I, I ended up reaching out to, um, you know, places like Lifeline and those sorts of things. And, um, you know, it is scary. Um, and it is scary, you know, seeing a psychologist or a counselor, I think as, as a dude because yeah there has been this stigma for so long that if you do that you're broken or you know you you need repair or yeah. you know um but it's it's like it's like our physical body you know needs maintenance you know we've got to look after it constantly and um you know we have to nurture our mental health so um yeah i guess what i would say to anybody who's kind of in that stage is do not be afraid or ashamed to reach out or you know and you don't even have to reach out to um 
you know, pick up the phone and call Lifeline or anything if you don't want to. If you want to, just call your friends. Um, just making sure you can talk to anybody about your feelings is a really important thing. Um, and yeah, like places like Beyond Blue and those sorts of things, they're all great. Um, but I think it is really good to keep the people that are close to you well informed of, you know, how you're feeling. And, um, you know, and if, if you're out there and, you know, you, you talk first, then your friends might be like, oh, thank God, like I've been having a bit of a rough time too, you know, and then everybody can kind of talk on a level, you know, on a realistic level and, um, you know, talk about that real shit because, you yeah. know, we're, we're humans <laughs> and we all everyone feel has it. It's in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I've done it amazing. I've got a few mates and we've all like made a conscious effort to be more open and discuss uh, yep. you know, our mental health and that we're seeing psychologists. And it is amazing how once you start doing that in life, you are opening the door for so many people who you you know thought oh, they would never struggle like this and then they can yeah. also join the conversation and say oh yeah I, i'd go through that too and it's actually been amazing we've my mate recommended me his psychologist and we've recommended that psychologist to probably another 10 15 people because <laughs> she's been so helpful but it's just from that conversation of people going yeah. oh, okay it's okay to you know oh if other people are seeing a psychologist it's you know oh that's all right i can i can go do yeah. that and it's true yeah. what you said. It's just like, you know, any other part of the body, you're not going to try to heal that yourself. You do your shoulder and you're not going to like, you're going to go to a physio, <laughs> yeah. you're going to go to a doctor. And the brain yeah. is the same thing. Like if you can't, if you can't solve it yourself, you just got to seek help. And there's nothing. Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. And it's like, you know, um, I think that's the other thing too, isn't it? When you, when you actually see a psychologist and if you say that to somebody and some, someone might be shocked, you know, like, oh, like, you're pretty successful or you're pretty happy like oh you see a psychologist and I think that some of that's kind of that leftover stigma kind of you know from that last generation I think but um you know it's kind of um I think they're an interesting discussion to have too because it's like I'm like well doesn't matter how much you have in life or how successful you are you still feel things we're all human yeah <laughs> so yeah you know, but, it's okay um, to talk about it yeah yeah exactly but yeah it's so important isn't it when you can kind of have those um just be real with your friends and yeah. your family like because yeah like you said it just opens the doors to for everyone to do it and join the conversation yeah and it's very freeing as well because you sometimes you feel like you're know, holding all of this in and just that that release it's kind of a massive weight off your yeah. shoulder and and you know kind of felt like at times i was you know being dishonest to people because i was putting on yeah. this front of like ah it's all good and, yeah you know and finally going actually i'm not all good like it's just yep. just even that simple act is is very beneficial 100 percent, man 100 percent. i wanted to ask um you on your journey to seek help uh and the organizations you said lifeline and beyond blue um at, what we're doing here is you know we think it's really important that lived experience because you know, that kind of guidance can help people from either making the same mistakes or getting the help earlier or not having to go through, uh, you know, what you, you what I may have gone through. Um, did you have any kind of uh, interaction with people with lived experience that kind of helped you on your journey? Yeah, I think, look, the most important um, and probably the most powerful thing that I've ever experienced was um, signing up for a Roses in the Ocean workshop. Um, they um, did some workshops here in South Australia and, um, and I'd never heard of it. Um, and, and it was about kind of, you know, 
being able to talk about your experience um, with suicide and, um, you know, like safe language and those sorts of things. Um, and, and for me, that was like at first really confronting because I signed up for it. And then when I went there, I was like, oh man, like, I don't know what to expect because um, you just, you just never know, you know, it's like, you know, you put yourself out there and you just got to see what happens. And, yeah. and I walked in the room and there was probably about 10 other people and, um, and it's, um, and that was it for the whole workshop. And so there was kind of 10, 10 random people um, and we're all different ages, all different walks of life. Um, and, you know, um, yeah, like it was, it was incredible. Um, and so basically everybody in the room had an experience, whether it was, um, you know, an attempt or they had lost somebody or, um, you know, bereaved and um, those sorts of things. But we didn't, um, I think the most powerful thing about the workshop was that they didn't really highlight or start off with um, talking about what everybody had been through or what everybody's, you know, dealing with or those sorts of things. It was all about kind of um, being able to write and talk about your experience, um, but in a, in a powerful and critical way that, um, that can help others. Um, and I think it was, it was so incredible because we spent like two days together and nobody really knew what anybody had been through. And so we're all writing down stuff in our own, um, you know, journals and stuff. And then at the end of it, we all presented, um, and it was pretty hectic. Um, and you know, it was very emotional. I think I was crying the whole time when I was talking. And, um, <laughs> That's so powerful. Yeah. And I left, when I left there, man, I felt like a ton lighter. It was just like, an incredible feeling i was like man that's um you know just to hear other people's stories and to know that you're not alone yeah. um because you know as as many times as you see it on you know shirts and things and you know those positive messages you see online you know sometimes you do still feel alone and you know um and i think that's just being a human i guess sometimes but um this this happens to so many people unfortunately and yeah. we aren't alone kind of in in the dealing with mental health and so yeah i think um working with people and lived experience and talking to people with that experience is a is a really um great thing because it makes you feel less alone in the world um because if you talk to people who haven't been through it and they try and give you advice and they don't say the right things it doesn't make you feel great so um yeah, it is, it is really, really awesome to have resources like that for sure. That's amazing. Did, um, was that, I just want to know, was that in person or was that over Zoom? That was in that, person. In person? Okay. That was in person. So this was pre-COVID, um, yeah. luckily. Um, and it was, yeah, a full two-day workshop. Um, and it was, it was great because the only thing we only got to do in the intros was our name and kind of a little bit about ourselves our yeah. occupations it was all sorts of people like you know sports people obviously like I'm an artist and there was politicians and um you know all these kind of people that you know like a stigma in the back of your mind would say like oh wow like I didn't know that these sorts of people dealt with these <laughs> yeah, issues yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know um but to see that those problems are universal and yeah. they affect everybody um you know, it, it, it is a good thing because if somebody's out there dealing with it, um, then they they can know that they're not alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's actually why I was asking because I was going to say the exact same story. I did a two and a half day workshop. It was on Zoom though because it was during COVID time. Oh, okay. 
and yep. it was a, a mentoring men training. So it's an organization that helps men either find a mentor or become a mentor. Yep. So it was two and a half days and that same thing I got in, there's like 16 guys all on Zoom and you just automatically make the judgment, you know, there's first yeah. impressions and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, what are these guys' motives? Like, these don't look like the kind of people who suffered from mental health and like, what's he doing here? <laughs> and then by the end of the weekend, it's just like every single person in there and every single person out there goes through the same thing has the yeah. same kind of doubts and struggles and you just can't pick it. So that's why yeah, doing yeah. It, being open about it to as many people as possible, I think you're yep. opening the door for them to, to, you know, not feel alone. Like we yeah. do a lot of the time. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you learn so much from it and from each other as well, you know, because if there's somebody out there that's been through something similar um, and they might have, you know, um, you know, a really simple coping mechanism for something that helps them to relax or, you know, those sorts of things. And learning some of those things is incredible too. Yeah. Um, you know, just, I, I remember learning some stuff, just kind of writing things down and, um, you know, like how you're feeling and, um, you know, and then writing one thing every day that you're grateful for, you know, those sorts of little techniques. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes like you read, something like that or hear something like that and you're like oh whatever but then then you actually try it um and it's amazing how much of an effect those things have because it forces you to sit down and remember and um recognize you know we've always got something to kind of fight for yeah yeah and it's so amazing a lot of those things i will like put off the big one for me is meditation i, yeah. I know meditation <laughs> is going to make me feel much better <laughs> I do it every day yeah and I'll probably do it once a week <laughs> like I know yeah. that one thing so even once you learn it it's hard to you know it's still a you still got to push to implement it are there other yep. things you're doing like kind of to keep yourself on track you have little routines or other activities you yeah you do? yeah I mean you know I've, I've got um yeah like I said I'm a very creative person so every day I'm making stuff um you know large-scale paintings on the sides of buildings or um you know in my studio um smashing out canvases um and also write music so um yeah really I just kind of if I feel a little bit muddy in the head or um I'll often just jot down kind of ideas or or kind of conceptualize what's going on in here and try and think from a from an outsider point of view of my own mind if that makes sense it's yeah. kind of a little bit bit wacky but um um also, like, I really love just drawing really rough um, little, um, like, stick figure kind of drawings because um, I really love being an artist who works in realism. You always get people come up to you saying, oh, my God, how do you paint like that? All I can do is stick figures. I'm like, man, you can do a lot with stick figures. <laughs> <laughs> and so I created a bunch of paintings just using stick figures um, to suggest, you know, stories and um yeah try to see if I could capture the same kind of story as I would in, you know, a realistic painting. Um, and they were just as powerful. Um, yeah. And if not more, I think the kind of simplicity of a stick figure and the fact that people can do it is, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, they might just look like little like sketchy drawings, but yeah, I think um, there's something beautiful in it when you spend time with them. So yeah, I just kind of, yeah, I make stuff um, yeah. constantly. That creativity is such a great outlet. You know, it's one of those yeah. things of just getting things out, getting thoughts yep. out, feelings out. Yeah, yeah. However you can and, do it, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And I think I, like being in nature as well, I think is another one. Um, obviously, I got two little dogs, so we're always taking the dogs out and those sorts of things. And, um, and for me, it's just important being on country and just taking time to breathe. Like, you know, even if you're, if you're tired and you don't feel like walking, just drive somewhere and just stand somewhere and chill for, you know, sit in a space for like a half hour and drink a coffee and make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Sometimes I'll be having a rough day and then I'll get to the nighttime. I'll take the rubbish out and realize that I haven't left the house until I went yeah. out to the bins. You're like, that that's probably why i mean, sitting inside yes. all day get out get away from the computer and like yeah, every yeah. day it's like you don't remember that you forget it every day you gotta remind yeah. yourself it's the ongoing, like, yeah, ongoing yeah. conversation internally you know you like going outside if you start enjoying taking the bins out yeah like taking the rubbish out's my highlight of the day yeah yeah <laughs> i loved what you said as well about um you know having that conversation with yourself because that's one of the techniques i use is like I have a habit of like highlighting all of the negatives I do and not highlighting any of the positives. So trying to like visualize treating myself like I'd treat my best friend. You know, if my yeah. best friend came to me with uh, this situation, what would I, what advice would I give to them? And you go, wow, that's like not what I was saying to myself. <laughs> I was like yeah. giving myself yeah. some really yeah. horrible, you know, yeah, horrible feedback, yeah. but I wouldn't do that to a friend. It's like, why would I, why should I treat myself that way? Yeah, hundred percent. And you're so right. And I think part of that is kind of part of that really bad stigma that we've kind of had to break apart is um, it, it, that stigma has kind of made it easier in our kind of 21st century life to highlight negativity. Yeah. Like it's, it's easier to talk about negatives than it is positives. Yeah. Like, and it's more natural, you know, like people talking about like, how are you going? Yeah, not bad. It's like, that's not good but you know like even it's just like simple things like that you know like i think um hey, look at the news always, there's no it's just negative yeah. news stories because that's what, yeah you know, yeah i don't think there's been news. anything good on the news for the last few years <laughs> so <laughs> it's um but yeah i think you know having that kind of um that stigma of people and media and society kind of forcing all of that down our throats for so many years um it does make it easy to talk about negativity doesn't it or think about it and um but yeah like and like you said that technique like talking thinking about how you talk about your best friend or talk to your best friend is such a beautiful thing it's so true little creative ways to get out of your habits i find yeah yeah i, I just want i had one more question i just wanted to see what you would say to someone who may be you know earlier in their journey than where you are now uh, and you know, have, maybe hasn't reached out, maybe is still trying to bottle things, still trying to go it alone. What advice would you give to them? Yeah, I, I, th I think you know, um, I think don't don't be your own worst enemy. Um, I think you know, um, for so long I thought it was okay to bottle things up or to keep things to myself. For so long I thought that was okay, um, and you know only only being okay is not okay you know you you have to be better than okay all the time you know you deserve to be happy um and you know you should be able to talk to people um about these things and it's okay to talk to people about these things um but also you know if you're not 100 percent comfortable and not 100 percent there yet i think you know putting something else in place is important um you know if you're not able to kind of do that or reach out and start maybe writing in a diary 
um, do some little drawings, write some poems, just, um, you know, keep yourself busy, keep your hands busy. Um, I think it's, it's always important to kind of express yourself. And, and if you can't do that through vocalising, you have to do it another way, um, you know, because otherwise things just get a bit clogged up. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I think it's, all of these things, I think all the work you guys do is awesome because, you know, it's always going to promote, um, you know, that it's okay to talk about um, these sorts of issues. So I think I'll just highlight that, you know, um, if there is anybody out there that's got any issues or struggling, just um, reach out. Don't feel, don't feel like you're a burden to anybody. And, you know, um, yeah, we all deserve to be happy and we all should be happy. So do whatever you can to be happy. <laughs> Amazing. That's some great advice. Uh, and I, <laughs> some of the you know wisdom you had there, I think I'm going to take bits for my own life as well and remind myself <laughs> to write in my journal because I know it's uh, it's going to help yeah. me, which I yep. forget to do every day. But um, <laughs> Thomas, I just I think yeah, I just want to say thank you so much. It's been really enjoyable chatting with you about this, being able to have a place to just have an open conversation. Um, and if we didn't have a time limit, I feel like we could keep going and chat about yeah, it for a sure. while <laughs> um and i feel like anyone who watches this is gonna yeah get some great pointers on you know will hopefully at least motivate them to that there's a reason to seek help and speak to people yeah. um just yeah. from hearing your experience and seeing how beneficial it is uh so thank you yep. for sharing being open and honest uh, and i think yeah this is gonna do a lot of good for people out there Ah, uh, that's awesome. No, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. And yeah, yeah. Awesome. Like you Thanks. said, I, I could talk all night. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's turn the cameras off. We'll, uh, we'll keep chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, Tom. Um, cheers. Take care. See ya. Thank you for tuning in. A huge thank you to our guest. Make sure you head to wearemen.com.au for more information about the project and for a list of services that are available to men out there who want to learn how to be a man who talks. See you guys next week.